How are we doing, everybody? Welcome back to A Royal Mess. Uh, we've been off for a couple of weeks and we're back. Some of our usual uh, panel members are still uh, busy doing their, their little trips and tours and work stuff. So we'll be back to uh, a semi-normality next week. And uh, listen, I'm just glad to be back talking to Paula. There's lots to go over. I know she's got lots to tell us. And uh, we've got a few topics to dive into regarding Meghan and Harry, their parenting skills, their marriage, all that kind of stuff. But Paula, before we get started on that, how are you? What have you been up to? And uh, fill us in. Oh, nothing. Just the usual, you know, in my channel, doing my the rounds on my channel, getting some more info. Um, I'm getting some other uh, information, some sources that I'm, I just want to make sure about things that I put out, yeah. you know. Uh, people don't understand that whenever I put something out, you know, when you put something out, it's forever. Yeah, of course. So you you know, it's Due diligence, as we refer to it as. Yeah. yeah, I mean, clearly everything is based on what's out there. But also, we I don't trust what's out there all the time because the press is usually not as accurate as they would like to be. They always have an agenda. So I do have some sources and they talk to me. Thankfully, they have always been right with the info they've given me. So I'm coming up with some other stuff on my, on my YouTube channel that's going to be very, very interesting about... Harry, what, the difference between domicile, residence, um, and why it matters in for Harry's case, because people don't understand that. So I'm actually getting some lawyers involved in that who are oh, going to explain. Yeah, that would be excellent. And yeah, yeah, because, you know, people for some reason, they don't, because, you know, for some reason, Ron, I kid you not, when I was in Norway, for some reason, Norway, being in Norway gave me more credibility, even though I'm still the same person okay. than being here. Um, so I have talked to some lawyers and 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 we're going to touch upon it a little bit here because, you know, I, I ask questions, you know, and this is actually information that you can find in the parliament website and in the okay. royal website. It's there. You know, okay. and for some reason, we choose to ignore it, you know, like. Yeah, I think a lot of people, they'd rather just get, be handed an opinion rather than actually investigate anything themselves. It's, it's, it's a common issue across the internet, for sure. But, well, listen, let's, let's dive into our first section. You, you've got something that you're, you're, you're itching to talk about uh, that's been going on on Twitter. So let us know uh, the full story on that, Paula. Well, I was talking to Pidina because, we, you know, uh, we're friendly. Uh, yeah. So I was talking to Pidina about it. You know, we were just talking about Invictus and because the military of the United just, Kingdom. Just, just tell, us, tell us a little bit about what Invictus is. Like, give us a little bit of background on it. Well, it's actually quite interesting because during my talk with Pidina, I found out that there's a U.S. foundation called Invictus Foundation. Okay. Which was founded in 2010. Okay. By the Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy or Robert Kennedy. You remember when Harry and Meghan did that thing that they went? Um, so it was actually quite interesting that it's called Invictus Foundation okay. in the U.S. So I usually criticize Invictus Games Foundation because Invictus, Invictus basically is a ripoff of Warrior Games in the U.S., that, okay. they, that, that, that Buckingham Palace thought because Harry has such bad rep. I'm and what people don't understand is whenever you see Harry doing charity thing or the royal family sent him to do stuff, it's because he got into some sort of trouble and they needed to clean up his image. Okay. So this is a man who was 
God knows what he's doing. We know that he was doing all these racist things, all these slurs that he had. We know that he got in trouble in, in, in Vegas. We know that, you know, he's been caught with so many unsavory things that Buckingham Palace covered up for him. Um, that when he came back they, and he got out of the army, they said, you know, why not? It's a, it's a good idea. We can put him to do something that looks good. That'll hype up his reputation. And I think that that's the mistake that Buckingham Palace made because now Harry's milking off that thing that they did. And Buckingham Palace can come out and say, oh, actually, we lied about it, you know. So Invictus Games is a ripoff of the U.S. Warrior Games, which is also okay. for veterans, right? Okay. Um, it, it, it was actually initiated by the Royal Foundation with Prince uh, William, you know, the Royal Foundation, Okay. And they got a lot of money for it. Um, and they got the military, the UK military was involved because, of course, the Royal Foundation was involved and it was for UK veterans. That's how it started. So it's one of these things that looks really good on paper until you sort of get delving into the the the, 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 the internal workings. And then <laughs> what I imagine is uh, misuse of funds, I imagine, will be one of the, the issues. Yeah. Well, actually, that happened when Harry and Meghan decided to split from the royal foundation and to set up their own sussex royal thing and we have the first issue there where prince uh prince the royal foundation get sussex royal which by the way was created on july 1st on princess diana's birthday i mean if megan is not oh, evil wow. i don't know what it is i mean she tends to do a lot of stuff on july 1st or around the date that princess diana died you okay. know so the Sussex Royal Foundation was set up on July 1st. Okay. So, so basically, the, as it stands, from what I understand, because I have asked lawyers, the charity foundations, um, the, um, the Royal Foundation said, okay, we're going to transfer X amount of funds to Sussex Royal for these things, for the setup of this, and because we have some projects in common, and because one of their things is Invictus Games, right? Which Harry was the face of. And I guess they worked it out and they decided to allow Harry to keep using that. But it's always with the Royal Foundation um, kind of like representative. So they gave them about, I think it was 500,000 or some, I don't know how much money they gave them. The point is that they used most of that money to shut it down. That's what they claim. Okay. And, um, and oh, yeah. And, and, and the Charities Foundation, the problem here is that when, when you transfer money from one foundation to the other for a specific purpose, if the receiving foundation does not use it for that purpose, that's the illegal part. Yeah, I'm with you. So designating of funds and the declaration of where the funds are being spent is actually legally binding. And if you go out with those terms, you can get into some hot water. And that's basically what you're saying is taking place. Yeah. yeah and the Charity Foundation in the UK said, you know what? The Royal Foundation, and this is where I get really angry with the press. And this is where the sugars get a lot of feed because the Charities Foundation, the Charity Foundation who investigated this, who audited this, said the Royal Foundation, there was nothing wrong with the transfer that the Royal Foundation did, which is true. The Royal Foundation, headed by Prince William, acted in good faith, transferred the funds for this purpose. And then they go on to say that how 
Sussex Royal Foundation used the funds, there might be questionable, you know, because uh, they, they criticize him that they use them for huge legal fees to shut it down, which is insane because you don't need huge legal fees. And then they re renamed it. I don't know. They, they, they from Sussex Royal to something else. And then it went to Travelist. I mean, it's just it's just a mess. And Travelist is not a charitable foundation. It's an organization, you know. So but is this is this not a little bit familiar to what's been going on with other charitable organizations that Harry and Meghan uh, are involved in? Because I remember speaking to you at the start of the year about, you know, 12 million, wasn't it? That sort of 13. just vanished. And then investigations into the, 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 the office buildings in which their charity was based was just empty. Do you think... Oh, yeah, uh, the French documentary, you're right. Yeah, yeah. If you notice the press hasn't given it any oxygen. <laughs> of course they've not. Of course they've not. I mean, independent press that sadly has no connections to uh, um, the palace, I'm sure, are, are speaking up about it. But certainly mainstream can't be biting the hand that feeds us now, can we, Paula, if you're British mainstream media? Um, and do, do you think this is all going to tie in together? Do you think we're going to... Is there a possibility of a long history of whether I'm not saying Harry directly or Megan directly, but certainly the team that surrounds them misplacing funds or misusing funds. Do you think there's some very unknown, quiet, wealthy individuals from those teams that are, will one day surface? Well, I can't, I, and I say that because I just can't imagine Harry being super business orientated, checking numbers, going through receipts with his accountants and all this kind of stuff. Like I, I imagine anything he's involved with, he's appointing a CEO, he's stepping back and he's taking his check. Do, do you see what I mean? So do you think we're going to see maybe uh, some dodgy misplacements of funds throughout a, a long period with regards to Harry and his team? Well, at the end of the day, and okay. I learned this the hard way, at the end of the day, you are the person who heads the foundation. Yeah. You know, unless they pull a Prince Charles with that Michael Fawcett guy who, you know, who took a bunch of bag, bag, bags of cash. And if you notice, we haven't heard anything more about Michael Fawcett. Remember that guy? The guy who apparently helped with give national uh, citizenship to that guy. I mean, and for beautiful people out there, so you know, this thing is not normal in Saudi Arabia. Nobody sh shows up with bags or suitcase filled with cash because I've heard that as well. I mean, I mean, I would say that's pretty unusual for anywhere in the world. I mean, no, but I've heard, no, 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 but you know, Ron, I don't know if you've noticed because when I did a video about this, I was so trashed. And oh no, that's how they do business in, 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 in Saudi Arabia, that's how they do shady business. Yeah, I mean, cash, cash always anywhere in the world. A bit shady when we're talking about big deals, you know. People yeah, Pablo like Escobar kind of Pablo Escobar kind of business, you know. Because like I, no, but but this is what's going to happen with Harry. The only thing, because I don't know if you know this, the Invictus Games Foundation was in trouble, and guess who came to the rescue? Remember when Harry said that did the lawsuit that he's saying that his brother settled the lawsuit with the newspapers and he got like one million pounds. What he doesn't go ahead, and he lost that, you know? Okay. So what he failed to say is that Prince Char Prince William donated yeah. all that money to the Invictus Games Foundation because Harry failed to do that, failed to be a good patron and, and, and help raise funds for the Invictus Foundations once he left the royal family. So did, did, but 
could we not reshape that as daddy bailing him out? Like, you, no, in this want... case, no, no, I, I don't think it was Prince, Prince. I don't think it was Charles. I think it was Prince William because Prince William felt bad about what was happening, and he wasn't about to let the veterans. Um, yeah. How do you say? Uh, let take them down. And I mean, and and also with what what Francis told us about William when he was uh, one of the royal guards, really backs up that theory in what you're saying then, because we've got an insider who's told us just how dedicated William is to the military side. So it wouldn't take a genius to think that he would be stepping in to fix issues for veterans. Yeah, but this is what people don't don't understand, that Harry right now, oh, the military distanced themselves from the Invictus Games Foundation. They're no longer part of that. They made a very public oh, wow. statement. Yeah, this, is, this happened about almost two years ago, that the UK military said that they were no longer involved with Invictus Games Foundation. Wow. That the UK military, it's, uh, I don't know if you can find that article, but you can, if you Google UK military uh, distances themselves from the Invictus Games Foundation, because of course now this is a private enterprise for Harry. Now we've been seeing a lot of the Invictus Games, I am Invictus, blah, 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 blah. What it's not been asked is the following question. Are all the proceeds going to the Invictus Games Foundation? Are all the what? Sorry, sorry, I was typing in looking for that article there. Where, are what, what, all, are all, where are, okay, all the money made from this Netflix thing, is yeah. it all going to the Invictus Games Foundation? Oh, because Harry said that he's, his life is full. He just did, he just said something that he is the embodiment of charity. So are, is all this money that is going to be made from Invictus Games Foundation going to be allocated to fully to the vic veterans because this is just following a, a few veterans along to create a buzz. So I am very sure, unless I'm mistaken, that these veterans are getting paid a certain amount to appear there. But the, let's not forget that it's not just about these veterans that they're following around. It's about I don't know, hundreds of thousands of veterans who are out there, you know, who are injured and with mental health issues, with physical issues. Um, so I think I think you were right in what you were saying about the army. I think it's I think it's the naval forces that have stepped in to take the place of for the UK team, it's saying here. Dusseldorf will play host to the 2023 Invictus Games. Let me just put that on the screen actually. Um I'll make it a little bit bigger too. Uh, for the UK, uh, the international multi-sport event uses the power of sport to inspire recovery, support, rehabilitation, generate a wider understanding and respect for the wounded, injured, and sick service women, men and women uh, around the world. Well, not around the world, but I imagine it's around the world. Uh, Team UK for this year games are revered at the Old Royal Navy College in Greenwich. Uh, it's saying that it's just saying that, that the team is revealed at the Old Navy College. It doesn't actually say. If anybody, uh, the participants, all wounded, injured, and sick serving personnel and veterans will compete in the game. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really say that it's being backed. Um, it says they are being supported by the Royal British Legion in partnership with the Ministry of Defence. So, I I'm mean... I'm sending you an article right now that you can post there. I'm sending you an sounds, article. It sounds like they're sort of distancing themselves massively by the terminology that's being used there. Um, yeah. It's word salad. I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, you, you would think that the, the military would be wanting to push this 
and no, no, to, no. to make it as widespread as you possibly could. It's very much. It does. It does sound very much like they're distancing themselves. Team, you uh, put something on the screen for people to look at here. Oh, I forgot to put my camera back on. Two apologies. Um, yeah, it's very. It's 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 a sticky situation when it involves veterans and charity and royals who are no longer royals and and these sort of things. And um, feel free to send me over. Um, I did. I sent you. I sent you a link. For example, Help for Heroes will no longer be involved with Prince Harry's oh, Invictus yeah, Games. Yeah. yeah, Help for Heroes. They're an amazing uh, British organization charity. Um, one second. I will put that up on the screen now. Or will I? Come on. There we go. I sent you another one from right. the Daily Mail as well. The Ministry of Defense, yeah. which is so, the MOD. The Ministry of Defense, which is MOD, strips charity of contract to train and support Team UK and hands it to British to Royal British Legion. Wow. Yeah, the Ministry of Defense used to be linked directly to the Invictus Foundation, to the Invictus Games Foundation. Okay. Um, Help for Heroes has supported Team UK since Invictus Games began in 2014. Okay. So you okay, can see yeah, okay. So here we go. So instead of um, the Ministry of Defense, they basically they've awarded the contract to the Royal British Legion, right, which is a, another organization, um, much to the disappointment of Help for Heroes. So it must have been a contractual thing for uh, support. But I know Help for Heroes is a massive organization. I'll put up their, uh, their website here. Uh, they do incredible things throughout the UK. And if anyone's looking for a charity to support uh, this is this is one that has been around for a long time and done a lot of good so it's interesting that they've lost the bid i don't really know what that means because a lot of the time it just comes down to the numbers well um, no 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 i mean the ministry of defense was associated because they're associated to the royal foundation as well remember that that the ministry of defense who hits the ministry of defense so they couldn't be involved because this is not really for charity if you look at it, Harry and their tax thing and their archwell thing, there's no such thing as Invictus Games. Nobody has picked on it. There's no charity. If you look at their tax returns for Archwell since they left, they haven't done any fundraising for Invictus Games. None. They could have done that. And COVID is not is not uh, uh, COVID is not an impediment because we've seen yeah. Major Tom. Remember that? Yeah. Captain Tom. Yeah, I remember this is, a, this is an elderly man who did a walk around his garden and raised how many millions? Oh, a lot, a lot. People needed to. We needed Captain Tom throughout lockdown, man. It was it was but, amazing to watch. I mean, this is an elderly man in his back garden who managed to raise hundreds of. I think it was twenty or thirty or forty million. I, I think it's even more than that. Um, and uh, I think he was knighted by the queen, and that I did a video about that. I remember I was crying. I was so emotional to see the queen knight him, you know? Yeah. Um, and so the, COVID is not an excuse for Harry and Meghan. 
We have a child who had no legs or something like that, who, who did a walk also, and he raised money for that, you know? So Harry and Megan, they, they were in talk for COVID vaccine at that concert thing, you know? Why weren't they doing something for the veterans themselves? Why didn't Harry said, I'm going to organize a marathon around Hollywood here and ask people, you know, to, to, to wear masks or something like that. Or if we can all do a virtual run, you know, around our houses yeah. and, and nobody, he, they didn't do anything for Invictus Games because they are profiting from Netflix. And my question is, which nobody's asking, how much of that money from this Netflix documentary, is it all going to the Invictus yeah. Games Foundation to actually help the veterans to get the help they need for their prosthesis or whatever that they need. Uh, how much of it is it, go is it going to help? Or is it yeah. just to promote Harry's image? And I am disgusted and appalled that they're lending themselves to this exploitation of veterans. And, and because this is not for charity. The only charity that Harry and Megan understand is charity for their pockets. You know, and it's so funny. I was talking to Pidina about all of this, and we yeah. were looking at different pages because I'm looking at the Invictus Games Foundation page. And then Pidina was reading me something else. I'm like, where are you, woman? And then, then she goes, Invictus Games um, Dusseldorf, which is actually Harry's. That, that apparently Harry and Megan managed that thing. And I go to look, and guess what? I'm blocked. <laughs> just preemptively blocking you paula you know but what i mean it's funny because you know why block me they didn't block pedina well i don't know you are a bit you are a bit spicy you know you, you i mean if I, I was actually, one of the, I, if I was one of the royals i would hide if i seen paula coming that's all i'm saying no I but thought. i i actually talked to other youtubers and they're wearing blocked and actually they're actually quite the youtubers that i talked to they really go after the invictus yeah games foundation and yet they didn't get blocked i got blocked yeah you know well, but it's just, I, just, I don't care you know it's just laughing but it's just how petty this thing yeah. is you know and how they can they instead of answering questions they just block you yeah oh of course they do of course they do. You, you, like you, you said this previously, you do your due diligence, you look into things, you double check your facts. And, you know, when people are spitting facts, they can back up with receipts. That's when uh, you get blocked. So it's just one of those things. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting topic. And I think a lot of the people watching will either know as much as you do or as little as I do uh, coming into the Invictus topic. And, there's the the whole Netflix thing and all the drama that we've just we've just gone over. And what do you think is going to be the end result on this, Paula? What do you think, in your opinion, what is going to be the outcome of Invictus? Do you think it's just going to be a, a farce for publicity? Do you think we're going to find out where this money's going, or do you think Harry will just get away with making wow. a bag and moving on to the next the next topic with Netflix? Well, we know where the money's going. I mean, Harry's not doing this for charity. This is a production thing for Netflix. Yeah. Netflix is in it for money, not for charity. To this yeah. day, I haven't heard. Have you heard? I mean, if you if you if scour the internet, look Google how much money, how much where the proceeds from this Invictus game is going, and see what you come up with. Yeah, I'll be very curious to see because to this day there has been no public statement about Harry saying, you know what, the charity foundation is uh, Invictus Games Charity Foundation is going to be is going to be the full recipient of this. Other, you know, other than the expenses for for the making of, course, of this, 
which should be properly itemized. Now with this phantom thing that they do on, on their tax returns, you know, that it's a phantom thing is $400,000 for legal fees, legal fees for what? Yeah. Archwell is not, and people say that's for the losses that Harry has. That has nothing to do with Archwell charity, but Archwell is not a charity, a charitable foundation. It's an organization. Well, we'll just need to, I think what we should do is we should maybe do some deep diving into this this next week and do a little follow-up because it would be interesting to see what has been put out there about the distribution of funds with this. Uh, I just want to say as well, if you are watching, please leave a like and subscribe. Make sure you follow the links in the description to uh, Paula and myself's channel and the rest of our panel who will be with us again next week. But a big shout out right now to uh, Mr. Sean Atwood and Jen, who are currently at the hospital, being induced into labor, and baby Ziggy should be here today, uh, today being Thursday, uh, you'll probably be watching this on Saturday, so he should be with us at that point, so. Oh, how cute, oh, I wish them luck, you know, I hope she ends, yeah. I hope everything goes well and it's healthy, yeah. you know, the baby comes yeah. out healthy and the mother are healthy and everything goes great, it's, it's one of the most amazing experiences, and I know I sound corny, but it is. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's it's super duper exciting. I hope they've announced it. If this video, if, if this bit's been removed from the video, you'll know Paula that they haven't announced it. Um, but I'm sure I'm sure they will have by then. Yeah. Well, listen, on the subject of parents and babies and all these things, Harry and Meghan, right, have been in the newspapers over here, uh, disagreeing over major parenting. Uh, issues. I don't know if you've heard anything about this. According to reports, Prince Harry and Meghan have different ideas about how to bring up their children, Prince Archie and Princess Lilibet, uh, with one royal author saying it could prove to be the biggest test for the couple. And I always like to see when the press take something that is probably really insignificant and blow up into a headline, if you know what I mean. Uh, so Prince Harry and Meghan reportedly have different ideas on how to bring up their children, uh, Prince Archie and, of course, Princess Lilibet. The children have largely gone up uh, away from the spotlight, with only a few snaps of them released, including a handful in Meghan and Harry's controversial Netflix documentary. The children are really seen with their parents in public, although they were spotted on July 4th, praying together last month. Now, before we read any further, do you want to bet $1, right, that Meghan wants to start using her kids as props, okay, and Harry doesn't want to use the kids as props? Okay, one dollar bet on the table. Everybody in the side chat right now, type one for Megan, two for Harry, and we'll see who the culprit is because I'm just saying. And now it's been reported that the Sussex have differing approaches to how much they want to bring Archie, the four-year-old little bit and the two-year-old little bit, into the public sphere. According to The Sun, Harry still has very much uh, affected by his public upbringing and frets that his children's safety, whereas Megan, oh, we're about to win some money here, okay, that, that fat dollar is going in my pocket, whereas Megan wants to move back into public life with the children at her site. Now, I think it's fairly obvious the past trauma that uh, Harry carries with him with regards to the press being a, a kid in the public eye and, uh, you know, growing up knowing what happened to his mother, all of these things. Was it any surprise to you, uh, Paula, to find out that Megan wants to use her kids as props? Like, what do you think? Hmm? What do you think of that? If you go to my channel, the earliest ones even, and they've continued ever since, I've always yeah. said that Meghan Markle was going to use the kids when, when you know, it's like, um, okay, 
it's it's it rhymes with corn, but it starts with a P. Okay. Yes. When yes. a corn okay. actress, when a corn actress yep. starts, she's new, fresh. She gets the best movies and stuff. But the more she go, goes on and on, there's always new, fresh blood. She gets more desperate, so she starts to do worse things, right? So I've always said that in my it's videos. A very right? fucking weird analogy. I'm going to bring. I'm going to get you with that. It's a crazy. I get but what you're saying, but that's, that's a crazy but that's analogy. how it goes. You get desperate. Yeah. They get desperate and they do more outlandish stuff. Uh, their lives become more outlandish. Uh, they, they have to do more public things that are outlandish. I've always said that it's Megan, that the disagreements between Harry and Megan are the fact that Megan has never wanted to, never wanted any privacy. I've always, always, always said that on my video, that what she needed was basically exclusivity of the rights to exploit her own kids, not See privacy. You know, it's like even in Oprah, she said something like she contradicted herself twice in Oprah. She said, well, I didn't want the press at the Portland hospital because then the press would have blocked the emergency entrance. Clearly, she wasn't at the Portland hospital because had she been there, she would have known that there's no such thing as an emergency entrance because there's no emergency room service there. They, oh, if, if, if an emergency happens, yes, they can treat the emergency there, but they always take you. But there's not like an emergency entrance like she tried to say it was. And then later on during the interview, she says, well, why should I give um, um, details of my kids uh, stuff to the people who called who are being racist towards my children and myself. And then she goes on to say that it's to protect the children's privacy. And then remember when they said that they moved because of the paparazzi and they needed to move because you know that Harry was worried and Megan was worried that she was being stalked the paparazzi because there's no such thing as tabloids in the United States, which we know is BS. Okay, so yeah. I've always said that she was going to exploit the children. That was not even a matter of <laughs> it was not a matter of if it was a matter of when. And her issue is that she. Well, listen, just on your point of when. Right. Because I think this is really relevant. Do you not think it's interesting that she's starting to scramble? I think it's the best way of pulling it, because the kids are the last wild card. Paula. Right. That's the only thing she's got left. Okay, are those kids because no one's interested in her, no one's interested in Harry. But when we bring those kids into play, all of a sudden she's got a new audience. She's not got a new audience, the kids have got a new audience. And I think it's going to be an interesting face off between Harry and Meghan because if she has her way, she would have them getting their own reality TV show and you know, growing up a royal, the Netflix series, or, or whatever. You know it because the bag would be massive. Anything involving those those kids would be massive, massive. You think so, right? You know that she hasn't been able to get the amount of money that she demands for pictures with, the, like full frontal pictures with the kids. Yeah. But she has she has a bit of a trouble there. Do you not think though that they've got her over a barrel right now with regards to pricing? Like it's kind of like a clout and price go hand in hand, if you see what I mean. And I think as her status drops, her price will drop. And I think if I think I think you're right. I think I don't think maybe uh, the price of the paparazzi stuff will go up. But the minute she turns around and offers those kids up for some sort of, she has tried. She has tried. She's and tried. Yeah. Okay. She has tried. For let me give you an example. The Paps. Sure. You know, I don't know if you read this. You saw this interview of the Paps that they were talking how much a, a picture of Meghan Markle goes for. It goes okay. for five, between five thousand to eight thousand dollars. 
Okay. So it's not a Princess Diana fee that you, if you got a picture of Princess Diana, like yeah. you put your Back kid to in college. Let me put yeah. it this way. And, and, and even the papas will tell you and uh, a picture of Princess Diana will get your kids through college. You know, we're talking I, large amounts. Meghan Markle, $5,000 to $8,000 for a picture, exclusive picture of Meghan Markle. It, it doesn't say very much. This is a woman who just went. And you know why I saw this 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 woman on GB with um, talking about what do you guys care anyway? You know, you were saying that she has to earn a living. So because of the new compatch, right? Um, I don't care what Rachel Meghan Markle does. I've always said that. I don't care what Rachel Meghan Markle or Henry Mountbatten Windsor, what, what those two do. But it does matter what. Uh, the Duchess of Sussex and the Duke and Duchess of Sussex do because they still heavily featured in the royal website. Okay. okay. And, uh, and you know, it's interesting because people say, um, well, all you have to do is they, they were all excited. They were all excited. Oh, they were, they, they, they removed the sentence on the website from Harry. That says HRH. Uh, there were two sentences of him that said his Royal Highness and they removed it. And because he can't use it, the press is misleading the people. I sent yeah. you a screenshot there, um, about HRH titles. Um, and because the queen said they can't use HRH, they still have them, but they can't use them. Okay. Publicly, but they still have them. And the excuse that the palace is giving is that they're not working royals. I have brutal news for you. Eugenie and Beatrice are not working royals. And guess what? They hold the HRH title. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very sticky like zone, the whole titles, working royals things. Because to us... The muggles, right? The peasants on the on just the royal court that is this country, right? It seems very clear cut. You're either a working royal or you're not. It's kind of like you quit your job or you stay at your job, right? And I don't know. Again, it's this weird British royalty thing. There may be things that uh, supersede what we know from from you know rights and privileges from the past that carry uh, these things over but it just has no relevance now all of these things have no relevance now they so do. Why, clearly why? they do no i'm sorry i'm going to disagree with you wrong no, no, right. I, no, no, what, what I mean they is, do this is why harry doesn't want to give up the titles and this is why i don't mean the titles have no relevance I'm talking about how some people manage to keep them in place. There might be something behind the scenes that, again, we don't know about that's royal legislation that if you aren't a working royal, there's circumstances that you can keep titles and all of this nonsense. Nah, do you not, do you not think so? Because no, it's, it's it, never it's, been it's, about being a working royal. That That is not true because these are titles that were granted. Um, the HRH is a style. Okay. Okay, that's their styled HRH is out of deference and respect because that means that the the HRH means that you're a direct descent of the royal family, like you're a, a top senior royal, like for example, Eugenie and Beatrice, because of the 1917s letters patent, um, they were entitled to use those titles, but the monarch has to. It's not like oh, Eugenie was born and Beatrice was born there automatically HRH and Prince and Princess. No, there are letters patent for each and every one of them. Prince George is, the, for example, and the Queen, oh. it, you know, and people get hung up 
on this thing of the 1917 letter pa letters patent. That letters patent is pretty much obsolete because that letters patent stated that letters patent altered also, um, well, it altered yeah, who um, even the line of succession because he said, you know, uh, it, it went on gender, not primogeniture. And the queen in 2012 submitted a request to parliament to alter the line of succession, um, saying that it should be changed from gender to primogeniture uh, when, before Princess Charlotte was born, because, she, you know, they didn't know what if, if the, I'm sure they must have known that it was going to be a female. And this is why the queen submitted that, you know. Um, you, so saying something that the king officially has to strip royal titles. So do you think maybe he's just not stripped Eugenia's and um, the other girl? I can't remember her name. And Beatrice. Beatrice. Yeah, thank you. So do you th it's just it's one of those things because it's, do you think he's just putting off officially stripping his son of his title, or is that do you think that's officially been done or or what? Because. It's like I say, it seems like one of those sticky situations where, like, in the public eye, website. No, 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 no. No. Prince, uh, sorry, Charles has to announce it either verbally and then it once, for example, remember when he gave the first speech as king, where he announced that, <clears throat> that William was going to be now the new Prince of Wales? Yes. Okay. So the king, the monarch, is the fount of all styles, royal, and I make a, an exception because you know we have peerages, which is, there's even the Peerage Act, which is completely okay. separate than royal, because all royal, this is a constitutional monarchy, all royal titles are and styles are honorary and are at the whim of the monarch. Harry can be made tomorrow into Henry Mountbatten Windsor. That will not remove him from the line of succession. That would only mean that he's just like Sarah and Tyndall and Peter Phillips, Princess Anne's kids, you know, that he holds no royal titles, right? Here's, here's a crazy one. What do you think would happen then if something happened to William? Would it fall to William's kids and wouldn't fall back to Harry for uh, placement for the crown? Well, I sent you I sent you a picture there about that because as it stands right now, this is what people don't understand. It, and I wanted to bring this up. I mean, we're not I mean, I'm, this is actually quite serious. People don't understand why Harry is still considered counselor of state. The reason for that is because Harry is officially domiciled in the United Kingdom. Domicile and residence is completely different. He, may, he can be a resident in different countries, but he's still domiciled in the United Kingdom. Okay. And domicile is basically based on where, where you're born and where your parents are. You can only have one domicile at, at the time. And to get rid of your UK domicile, you have to meet certain qualifications, which is you have to legally write a letter saying that the UK is no longer your domicile and put it through the courts. And I believe that H, uh, His Majesty's uh, RC, something like that, is there's a court, there's a court proceeding actually that he writes a letter and says, I no longer want the UK to be my domicile. Okay. Because, and yeah. And what that means is that he can be regent. If something happens to King Charles, so to Charles, let's say Charles dies. Okay. And something happens to Prince William, knock on wood. Then we will have a minor, um, a minor in, I'll, I'll read it out. I, I sent it to you, but I'll, I'll read it out because I have it here. Yeah, okay. It says, uh, 
it says this is the current re this is current the regency act because you need when when the person who's going to be the um, the next king is minor you need a regent so as of 2023 the first person under the age of 18 in the line of succession to the throne is william's eldest child and elder son prince george of wales who is second in line to the throne after his father if the prince were to succeed to the throne before his 18th birthday on 22nd July 2031, which is when George turns 18, his uncle, Prince Harry, Duke of Sussex, the king's younger son, would serve as regent. And listen to this. If domiciled in the United Kingdom as required by the 1937 Act. Okay. Okay. And um and the, and it goes on. It says um um as George's younger siblings Charlotte and Louis, currently third and fourth in line respectively, would also be minors. In the event that Prince Harry would be unable to serve as regent, a possibility since his 2019 decision to take up residence in the United States, the name the next in line would be the king's brother, Prince George's granduncle, Prince Andrew <laughs> and then it would be uh, Beatrice. What I'm trying to say is that Harry, and please be aware that you can be a resident in different places, but he's still domiciled in the United Kingdom. And if you go to the Royal UK website and you, and you look for royal family and you look at Harry, they're still saying that he's sharing his time between the United States and the United Kingdom, honoring his duty to the monarch. So he's still officially domiciled in the United Kingdom. And that also helps them for tax purposes because you see the UK and the US, they have tax treaties. Harry is still a royal. He's still an HRH. The title hasn't been, the style has not been stripped. And while he's still officially an HRH, he gets tax exemption. He's not obligated to pay taxes. So it's kind of like keeping all the perks. Yes, exactly. People don't understand that. And people, oh, you know, they removed it from the website. But Charles has not removed the HRH style. And the HRH style is what gives him all the tax perks, basically. Yeah. Okay, well, here's another topic for you. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this one. King Charles appoints top honor to Meghan and Harry's biggest hate figure in the palace. Did you hear about this? Mm-mm. Who's that? No, this is, I'll... Uh, I'll put it up on the screen right now. So uh, the monarch has decided to bestow an honorable role to Parliament Lord in waiting to one in particular senior royal aide <clears throat> that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, Markle did not get along with. And this is the guy right here. Uh, Harry is believed to have nicknamed Sir Edward Young as the bee in his memoir, and he accused him of trying to prevent him from speaking to the Queen to negotiate his departure terms from leaving the firm. So... Again, do you think, uh, for me, this is one of these, the news will gratch, will literally latch on to anything and give it a headline. Do you know, do you think really Meghan and Harry care? I don't think they care. I think they've got too much stress on their plate right now. But uh, again, I don't think it was an award given out of spite either. So King Charles' recent decision to appoint one of his senior aides the permanent lord-in-waiting is likely to displease Harry and Meghan as he's given honorable role to one of the biggest hate figures in the palace. 
Sir Edward Young, who is thought to be the man known as the bee in Harry's bombware, bombshell memoir, Spare. I much prefer Moi as the title for Spare. That is just glorious. Uh, that was released earlier this year, has been bestowed with the honor of representing the king at royal events when he is not able to attend in person. That's quite a major step up, right? I just want to point out, like, I keep, I keep trying to put it in Game of Thrones terms so that people <laughs> who don't really know this can sort of pinpoint a character that represents this person. But being able to represent the king is like the king's hand. In, in Game of Thrones, you know, that if the king wasn't able to, to be there himself, it would be the king's hand that represented him. And that's that's no that's that's a big deal. That's a big What's deal. What's the name of this guy? Uh, uh, Sir Edward Young. Okay. I got a better one for you. Remember oh, that yeah. Meghan Markle said, Meghan Markle uh, or somebody put out that Prince, Prince William was having an affair with Rose Hansberry, right? Okay. 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 Remember that those false rumors about them? Yeah, well, I the remember the, I can't remember the lady's name, but I remember the false uh, accusations. Okay. Yeah, it's Rose Hansberry. She's married to this lord, and Ch Chumley, I think it's called uh, the guy. Um, okay. They they were just raving together at a at a festival, but there were those rumors that her uh, she was having an affair with Prince Harry, Prince William, right? Well, her husband. Has just was just appointed when the king acceded the throne. I think one of the lords, one of the highest honors to represent him as well in functions. Interesting. That would hurt Meghan even more than this guy because you know they're the ones. Uh, there's absolutely no, 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 no doubt in my mind that the Sussex squad, at the very least, is behind this. You know, let, let me see if I can. Uh, you, I think you can find that there. You know, um, I, I, I can't see Prince Will. But in saying that, right, this is this is this is the royal family we're talking about here, and they have a long history of uh, how do we put it, um, being a bit sassy. All right, especially Prince Charles. You know, uh, a long history with it. So, I mean, it wouldn't be out of the question for something like this to be true. Uh, I'm not saying that it is. It's just. You, you know, you know. I, I just sent. I, I just sent you the the link for this. Um, I don't think you know if Prince William was having an affair. Where indeed, was indeed having an affair with Rose Hansberry. Trust me. Other, there would be something other than those nasty rumors because what really burnt Meghan is that when she was going out with Harry, there was a state banquet occasion. And she was not invited because, of course, she wasn't married to Harry. But guess who was sitting right next to Harry? Rose Hansberry. Hmm. And they so started all these it, rumors. It, yeah, it starts to smell a little bit like uh, a setup, really. Then doesn't it? Yeah. For sure. Uh, Sorry, I'm just I'm just trying to bring up uh, yeah. bring us up something to look at on the screen in regards to this. But again. I just, it, again, it's our first week back here, people. I'm flabbergasted as, as I usually am, right? But there just doesn't seem to be any end. Why, why is there never anything super positive that we have to talk about every week? You know, why, why are we not seeing Harry at least trying to morph a little bit into his mother and trying to do something good? Do you think he's just being perpetually held back by Meghan? Do you think it's too off-brand? Or do you think Harry is just no... No, I uh, want to to do anything uh, along the lines of his mother. 
without a bag, a, a fat bag involved anyway. I don't subscribe to the theory that Harry is a good person. Okay. Uh, uh, Harry is an entitled, <gasps> very humble opinion prick. Uh, right. You have stories of him. You have stories of him yeah. by the bodyguards where he, where he has a child would purposely run his bike into people's knees. Yeah to hurt them. You have stories when Princess Diana would take them on buses, you know, around London to show them how, other, you know, like to be normal and how she actually had to get off a bus because Harry yeah, was being raci racially abusive towards a Pakistani driver. And Princess yeah. Diana even smacked Harry and she asked him to apologize to the gentleman, which he refused to do. Yeah. And this is when he was young. There are many, many stories. Harry has gotten a pass because all people can think of, oh, but he walked behind his mommy's coffin. And well, he has been exploiting his own mother. He's not a nice person. And the reason he's right now exploiting Invictus games and people are disgusting that they are allowing them to be used and exploited because they're real veterans. I mean, hand on heart, what has Harry done selflessly since he left in 2000, since he fled the royal family in 2020. Uh, what has he selflessly done? Saying, you know what? And they use COVID for everything. No, as I told you, Captain Tom was able to raise millions. Yeah. Okay. There were many things to do that, but they were they are not involved in supporting. They're involved, they're more interested in exploiting, supporting and exploiting. I think I think you're completely correct. If I'm being honest, I think you've nailed the, the nailed it there because that's what the pattern seems to be proven, Paula, that it is a system of what they can get from every situation. And it, it's, it's not so hard to swallow when it's award shows or, you know, their life or books. But when it like you say, when it comes down to veterans and the the misappropriation of funds that could possibly be going on. It's a sad state of affairs for a once prominent, uh, well, possibly prominent uh, royal family member. Because, like I say, Paula, over here, everybody had pinned their hopes on Harry, finding the next Princess Diana, and it being this this incredible, you know, you, we know you're not going to be King Harry, but we love you more than William. Because I don't, I wouldn't put money on it. I wouldn't put money on it. The no, way no, things are done right now, the way things are done right now, if anything yeah. were to happen to Charles and to William, Harry is regent, will be. Yeah, no, no, I, I get I get I get that. But what, what I really mean is from, from, from the nation's point of view, it was kind of like, oh, you know, Harry won't be king. So we're waiting on him stepping up with the next Diana as his bride. And that would supersede William as king any day of the week as far as the UK, you know, and their love for Diana went. And he just failed miserably. And it's sad. I think I've sort of been holding on throughout this series, waiting to be like, aha, Paula, see, he is a good person. And it's just not looking that way at all. And, you know, we could talk about the self-medication. We can talk about all this, but he doesn't really look self-medicated when he's out there making these terrible decisions or exploiting, potentially, allegedly, allegedly, exploiting uh, veterans and charitable uh, organizations. Well, you know, a lot of people, I remember my grandpa and my dad, my dad especially said to me, Paula, always look at actions, not words. Okay? 
Um, Harry's action, Harry's words is, I love my family. I love my brother. I will always be there for him. What was his first action? He went on Oprah and trashed everything about his brother and his father, his grandmother, uh, his dying grandfather who loved him, who cared for him, uh, everything. Harry has been exposed. Whatever dysfunction the royal family has, they have always been very family orientated. And in the sense that, you know what, the queen, at least, it, it, there was always this sense of family. There's duty, but there's also family. You know, you can see the queen, you know, like whatever it was. It, 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 Harry has been exposed to what is right and what is wrong at the very of least. Of you know? course. So what are his actions when he gets out? And he says that he fled the country. He was relieved to be there talking to Oprah. He 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 accused um, uh, his brother pretty much of bullying him and Megan also. Uh, Megan made those falsely, out, completely, blatantly lies. She basically repeated, badly repeated gossip because it's Harry telling her she wasn't there. Nobody was ever, nobody ever. This is something what people miss. Nobody ever told Megan anything about her race. She said that Harry had one comment. And from that, it went incredibly escalated and stuff like that, which, by the way, it's false. And Harry, two years later with Tom Bradby said, what are you talking about? Did Meg said racism? Oh, yeah, actually, repeatedly. Yeah. Repeatedly, she said, "There's one thing to be. There's a difference between being racist and rude." She also said, "Because of the, there were concerns about the skin color." She didn't say they weren't curious. They were curious because there's curiosity always, and people joke. There were concerns in tandem with the titles, which we know Harry, uh, that that baby had a title, in spite of the fact that we don't have the all the legal documentation to, yeah. to determine whether he's entitled to have any titles or to be in the line of succession. Okay. So, um, so we know that that is, and Harry allowed that sat there, question his father, question the, 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 his grandmother, keep in mind, he was still president. Harry was president and Meghan was vice president of the Queens Commonwealth trust. And I'm going to repeat myself to death on this one. The Commonwealth is an entirely voluntary organization of nations, and it promotes peace, economic growth, environmental awareness, and it helps with trade for poor nations. Yes, everybody benefits, but it's a voluntary organization, and there are 56 countries in it, out of which 36 are republic. They're republics. Okay, nobody's forcing them and they need to meet a standard of human rights um, correctness in order to be able to join the Commonwealth. So when Harry and Meghan were president and vice president, respect, respectly, uh, uh, respectively, yeah, okay. he did that documentary thing in Netflix. Not, that's not a documentary. That's a mockumentary where they had an expert, experts calling the Commonwealth colonization 2.0, exploitation, that it was like the worst thing ever. And Harry and Meghan, as executive producers, have a right to veto that. Meghan later on tried to say, oh, the director had a... No, they were executive producers. They could have vetted that. They could have banned that. They allowed that to happen. And this, well, and I, you know, and this, while you know, the Oprah thing was while Prince Philip was dying, and the, now we know the Queen too, because the Queen must have gotten that diagnosis way back. 
But this is when his grandfather was dying, which says that Harry was kicking them while down. You know, this is so his actions are not those actions of of a nice person. No, you're right. You're right. The equal warrior, the equal warrior, travelist, flying private everywhere for his family security. Yeah, it's it's one of those ones. It's sad because, like I say, I was hoping that over the series we were going to vindicate Harry, but he just seems to be just as bad as his missus. Now, Paula. I want to just take us on a different direction because it's often on this show we're kind of getting a bit we we kind of we we, we go in hard there's very little sort of fun moments right other than us poking fun at the royals there's a there's a british tv show right paula that's called the windsors right have you ever heard of this tv show yeah yeah, you've heard it before i've heard you mention it before yeah Uh right so i'm going to just show you on screen it's a it's a it's a spoof series about the royal family it's called like Muppets, right? Like, like no, this. no, it's not. It's 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 a very very well known um, uh, British comedian. I can't remember his name. You'll see it. You'll see him in a minute. Um, that does that, 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 that does this. And if you've got a VPN and you can go to uh, Channel Four in the UK, you'll be able to stream it all for free. So. Here's Prince Harry, or the character that is Prince Harry in it. We've got Prince William here looking very dapper, right? And then we have uh, Prince Charles and Camilla. Now, I'm going to just, I'll play, I'm not going to play with any sound because we'll get hit with copyrights. But this is by far one of the funniest TV shows I've seen in a long, long time. This, they, everybody is stereotyped. They're all stereotyped on, I mean, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure that's Megan. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so brutal and uh it, it's the, it, like i say everybody's completely like that was beatrice that we were talking about earlier yeah, yeah. like those two they they're because they're non-working royals they're trying to set up like etsy stores and like little uh like businesses of the of their own and stuff and william uh wants to be normal Right and and leaves the royal family for a bit and tries to work in a fucking cafe as a dishwasher. Do you know what I mean? Oh and it's 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 so over the top. I highly recommend uh, anybody who wants to have a little bit of fun with uh, the royal family checks that out because you know there is some award winning television in the UK that centers around the royals. We've got uh, there's a net the Netflix series that I can't remember the bloody name of it. The Crown, um, not entirely historically accurate, but my God. The costumes and the, the the set production and all of that it is tasty, right? But I, I highly recommend if you can get if you can get to view it, check out the Windsors because it is, it's it's all the sides of the Royals that we we we, we love to take make make take the Mickey out of uh, sort of on screen. So I, I highly recommend you check it out. But is there anything that you've ever watched, uh, Paula? Is there anything that you would recommend to the viewers? Oh, in regard to the royal family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I actually, you know, I watch a lot of uh, things about YouTube, about, I, I like to watch documentaries on YouTube about sure. Prince Philip. I do find him incredibly interesting. Um, I watch documentary about the queen um, and the queen mother, you know, yeah. I, I watch, uh, it's mostly YouTube that I watch. The Crown, yeah. uh, you know, I like the first season, but the second, uh, the first and second season, third and fourth and, and the remainder, I, I actually haven't watched it. Um, right, yeah. But yeah, but you know, I wanted to bring you something so funny. You know what? There should be a funny show about 
Meghan Markle from royalty from Windsor Chapel to uh, to empty parking lots and it it is quite 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 you know like you're at Windsor Chapel a uh, temple of a uh, church of immense deeply immersed in history yeah. i mean this is the, this is a woman who was walking let's 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 frame this a little bit this is a woman who had the tip walking out of windsor chapel and you guys have to google the history behind windsor chapel you know where they got married and she's wearing the whitest gown i guess she thought that maybe the whitest gown will make it look clean i don't know but she's walking out of Windsor Castle where the Queen of England witnessed that travesty of a show, right? Yeah. <laughs> she, they witnessed that travesty of a ceremony. But do you understand? I don't, I don't think people understand the significance that you are around the Queen of England and the Queen of, of England was witnessing that marriage, you know? Of course. So she walks out of Windsor and she had the entire world at the tip of her fingers, you know, her fingertips. Basically, yeah. she could have had any brand, she, which she tried. Of course she know, did. But she tried to get freebies. But now she's pacing up on the back, getting out of the dentist office, you know, walking, pacing up a very tiny oh. parking lot. People think it was a public parking lot and exposed. No, it's, it's a very tiny alleyway in the back of her dentist office. So that was obviously a setup, pacing back and down, up and down with that patch, yeah. with a $4 patch. That's think, where we're going that, with Meghan Markle right now. Do you think that the seeds of regret are starting to sprout within the two of them? Clearly, Harry was asking that he'd be happy to live in Japan. He would be happy to live in Japan. He didn't say me and my family would love to be here if you'll have us. He said, I'd be happy to live here if you'd have me. But do you think do you think Megan is having second thoughts now about leaving the Royals? Do you think that she's realizing the error error of her ways? No, no, I don't think she's no, no, no. I don't think she's 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 um what she regrets is that her strategy didn't pay off. She really thought th this is just my theory. Yeah. She thought that by cornering Harry to the point that to put him in an impossible situation to choose between what he's known all his life and going with her, yeah. I am, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that Megan thought Harry would end up staying behind, which is why she left instead of waiting for him, you know, because she could have waited for him after he came back from Sandringham, you know, and they both could have left together. I fully believe that she thought that the family was going to convince Harry and she would go back on her own. She'd be in California bitching about Harry saying, oh, my God, he dumped me all these racist people and even him, you know, because she had that prepared. So for her, it backfired that that idiot followed her. Number one. Yeah. Number two, that everything she said has backfired. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't it really think she regrets has. leaving the royal family. I think she's angry that things haven't worked out. And remember what you said about that. Now we're seeing the articles that she says that she's very unpleased that Harry's lawsuits are, are all of his laws that she supports him, but she's not happy about the lawsuits. You know that they should move on from that. That Harry's stuck in the past, living about not having the children. You know, be <laughs> front and center how they don't how they have different parental approaches i sent you an article this is in september 2022 i sent you an article the last one i believe it is uh, yeah. i sent it to you it's about 
that they're like salt and pepper. I, I sent it to you by WhatsApp. I don't know. Megan Markle says she and Harry are like salt and pepper when it comes to par parent parenting. We always move together. This was in September 4, 2022. Yeah, well, that didn't age well, Megan. Okay, that was not that did not age well. Um, and I, now I, she's saying that they have different styles of parenting because she wants the kids by her side. And she's screwed. Megan is screwed. I'll tell you why. Because she can't, she can't uh, feature the children without Harry's approval. Because you need both parents' approval to do that. And Harry's not giving it. We're going to see some major... You know what, Ron? You know how we don't know the truth of how they met? Because there's so much, so many lies. Clearly, they didn't meet the time when they said they met, right? But when the divorce comes, because it is not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When, of course. We're going to start seeing them calling each other out. And Harry's only, only way to defend himself is actually to expose Megan's. Oh, I'm ready for the divorce content. Like, roll on the, 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 the divorce views for sure. But, and we're going to uh, see that bullying report that the royal family is hanging on to very tightly right now come out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what well, do you think? I, I, Paula, for me, I, I, it's, it's a difficult one for me to call anything on because it's such a complex topic for me. I'm, I'm just still aghast that the, the realities of Harry that you've always said are actually the realities. I think it's sad that... Um, they've not at least done something to try and rebuild the bridges they've burnt with regards to Harry's family, because really they're running out of options real fast. I mean, they really, really are. And the next big drama will be the divorce and uh, sadly the, the kids being used as props and weapons throughout all of that. Do you know when the Netflix Invictus thing is coming out? Oh God, what date is it? It's going to be some horrible date, isn't it? August 30th, the day before Princess Diana died. I think she died August 31st or August 30th. I think go. the accident happened at midnight. So she technically died on August 30th, I think. But it was declared, she was declared dead. The accident was on August hey. 30th. And then, yeah, because, and then she died a few hours later. But why so, do you think they do that? Like, why, why, why? Why do you think Meghan had sex with Harry on July 1st? Why do you yeah. think they, they, they recorded, um, uh, princess that uh, they 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 register Sussex Royal on July 1st 2019 because Megan is sick and she's playing Harry into you know what when your mother was born this is our rebirth you know every time at your mother's birthday or as I told you that something significant was going to happen around yeah. Princess Diana's death and because they wanted to dominate the headlines because the Queen's first anniversary is September 8th and then they're doing the, on Invictus on September 9th, you know. And if you look at it, Megan really wasn't invited. If you go to the Invictus Games Foundation Twitter account, you, think you will see that they have something for on July 26th. And then they jump to August 6th. Megan announced, uh, or the newspapers or the magazines announced on August 2nd that Megan was joining Harry to Invictus. But there's nothing on the website, on the Twitter or anything about Megan. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Do, do you think it's her poking fun at the royals, or is it her piggybacking off of the traction that those dates will have already and trying to get some free advertising? Well, not only that, 
she doesn't want the queen's uh, passing and the, the tributes to the queen to be the headlines. She wants uh, yeah, okay. and Harry to be the headlines. That is that so is people are gonna be talking about nothing but Invictus games and how it was for a week at least, which is it that, falls right on the Queen's uh anniversary. It's about is that not, is that not upper tier passive aggressiveness, though. I mean, is that not passive aggression taken to a new level? I mean, it really is. For for Megan to want to dominate headlines throughout the passing of the Queen, the passing of Harry's mother, that is the biggest slap in the face you could be given to the Royals. Well, Ron, think about this. Okay. Think about this. Meghan Markle has always been a, a media whore. Of I mean, Shalon Lester said that when she she had never Shalon Lester is a very famous YouTuber. I think I love her. Um, I don't agree with her on many things, but I love her, you know. And she she was the editor of Star Magazine, you know. And Meghan Markle was used to be a source for her. Actually, Shalon Lester is suing Meghan Markle. Okay. You know because Meghan Markle and Bozy yeah. had the. Then you know the documentary or mockumentary. I think it's episode five. They said that we're a bunch of cabal middle-aged wives, um, white middle-aged yeah. wives, you know, who frustrated, um, who are persecuting Megan, right? And then they they showed Shalon Lester, you know, as kind of like her YouTube channel. And Shalon Lester was the former editor of Star Magazine. So she has seen, she has done videos where she says she saw Meghan Markle's driver's license and, and she identified as Caucasian. She said that Meghan Markle used to pay Star Magazine to publish articles about her. But she, you know, she, that Meghan Markle, when she was a D-lister, she had three PR agencies, paying three PR agencies. So you're going to tell me now that Meghan Markle is... Not, I mean, when has this woman not exploited everything? It's all about Meghan Markle. It's all about yeah. Harry. This is why she's going with Harry. Because she doesn't even want the Invictus Games to be about Harry and the Invictus Games and the Invictus Netflix thing. Because she is not featured in the Netflix Invictus documentary. Yeah, it really is narcissism run amok. In a way I've never never experienced before. I need to apologize. I keep turning my camera off. My eyes are so dry. I feel like I'm scratching the hell out of them. Um, but Paula, as far as this episode goes, is there anything else you want to throw out to the people before we kind of wind this down? What else do you want to say? Well, I think people, I think we all do do need to do critical thinking. You know, we have to call everybody out. This is not about, you know, my channel is not about just hating Megan or anything. I do a lot of things, you know, uh, there. My channel started because I saw things that were not right. The monarchy is only as great as the people who Composed are part of the monarchy. So if you have crooked people like Harry, Megan, because they are still in the royal website, okay? Yeah, they still are HRH. Place. Harry is still HRH. Harry is still uh, Councillor State, Harry will be regent if anything happens to Prince William and George is a minor. Uh, Charles only expanded how many people can be councillors of state. He didn't ask Harry to be removed, nor Prince Andrew. He only expanded them. And what's worse, do you know that Prince Harry can actually legally, legally uh, pursue or challenge him not being councillor of state through the courts? According okay. to the uh, to the Regency oh, Act, okay. yeah, if he, yeah, he can legally challenge because 
the way it works is that the counselor states, all of them have at least two have to be in agreement. Okay. You have Camilla and William, right? Okay. And what is, please people read. There's a part there that I'm actually doing a video about it today that says that officially Harry cannot be still considered counselor state because he is not in the country because you can only be a counselor state if you're in the country. Physically okay. in the country. This is why they have four, because in case the king is unable, then two are not there. There's always four. So officially, they shouldn't even be calling Harry a counselor of state because he's not physically there to take over the king's um, duties. Yeah. But they're still doing it. And people, please do critical thinking, do read. All of this information is in the UK Parliament, isn't even in the royal family's website that you can take a look at that. Harry's still HRH, which means he's tax exempt. He can only pay as many taxes as he wishes. And because there's a UK tax treaty with the US, he can't be double taxed. So if it's, if it's paying $2, two pounds, if you decide, because he can decide how much taxes he pays in the UK, Harry is subject to UK tax, not US tax. Okay. So please do critical thinking. And do support us, you know, uh, Ron and I and Sean, thank you very much. Pete Dinah, all of us, you know, like yeah, we're trying to bring you information because the press takes us in so many different lights. It's all distraction, you know, so. Yeah, 100%. Well, listen, Paula, I, I'm sorry to have to wrap this up. My eyes feel like they're on fire. Um, but yeah, please, people, thank you very much for joining us here on the Sean Atwood channel. If you'd like to support myself uh, or Paula or any of our regular panel members, the links are down in the description. And if you like collecting collectibles, join me on my new Instagram at RookCollects. That's R-O-O-Q-K-O-L-X. Very nerdy, but come and join me. And uh, for everybody that's uh, sat through this, I just want to apologize that you've had to sit here with my input this week. We will have more panel members next week so that you won't have to put up with so much uh, of my drivel. In um, mine. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Know, that, you know, you know, you have to put up with both of us. Hopefully we're going to have more people next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, we, we will be. Everybody's, uh, they've just had the last three weeks, everybody's been super, super busy. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for watching. And for me, Ron Swanson, as always, guys, be safe out there. <laughs>